48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. The government announces a raft of travel restrictions uh, eases, easings to come into effect from May the 1st. The High Court orders the police to reconsider whether a foreign domestic helper is a victim of trafficking and forced labour. And transport officials won't say how much money has been given to the MTR over losses due to the stoppage of high-speed rail services to the mainland. The government says non-Hong Kong residents will be allowed to enter the city from May the 1st as part of easing travel restrictions. It's also relaxing the flight suspension mechanism. From the start of next month, airlines will be barred from flying here if they bring in five or more infected passengers or 5% or more of the whole flight, whichever is higher, up from three passengers at present. The suspension period will also be cut from seven days to five. Cathay Pacific welcomed the change as a positive step and prominent businessman Alan Seaman said the border reopening would help the city thrive. I think that, uh, you know, this is really a game changer because now Hong Kong finally kind of rejoining the world, the outside really international world. And uh, that will allow businesses to bring out their executives who many have not been here for three years because of the virus. And uh, I think I think that uh, slowly the confidence uh, in Hong Kong can start getting built up again by the international community. The easing coincides with a continued fall in the COVID tally with 574 infections reported, around 50 fewer than yesterday. The High Court has ordered the police to reconsider whether a foreign domestic helper who'd been sexually assaulted by her employer after recruiting her is a victim of trafficking and forced labour. In ruling in favour of the 44-year-old Filipina identified as CB in court, Judge Russell Coleman also said the failures as regards the police investigation were the result of the lack of specific legislation in Hong Kong criminalising forced labour. Timmy Sung reports. The court heard that CV was subject to various forms of sexual abuse by her employer, said, after she was hired in September 2018. She reported her ordeal to the police in December 2019, though officers concluded she wasn't a victim of trafficking, nor was she recruited for the purpose of a forced labour. In his judgment, Justice Coleman said the police had failed to take into account a number of facts in the case, and had those matters been considered, detectives would have at least found credible suspicion that CV was recruited precisely for the purpose of sex exploitation. He went on to say that without an applicable legislative framework, officers are left to focus on existing offences. He said he believed the facts of the CB case do establish the causal connection between the particular failures in the case and a lack of a bespoke criminal offence. CB issued a statement through her law firm saying she was happy that the court had recognised it's about time to revise the law, adding that there were too many lapses and the authorities did not see the wider picture. The restaurant at the centre of a COVID-hit birthday party for National People's Congress Deputy Whitman Hung has been fined $6,000 after it pleaded guilty to violating infection control rooms. Mike Weeks reports. Eastern Court heard that the Reserva Iberica restaurant in Wan Chai had failed to display a correct floor plan regarding its zoning as well as a proper notice about air changes in the premises. The party in January was attended by over 200 people, including senior government officials and lawmakers, just as the fifth Covid wave was erupting. Former Home Affairs Secretary Caspar Choi resigned over the saga and was criticised by the Chief Executive and others for attending the party. Six others were fined for breaching mask-wearing rules or failing to use the Leave Home Safe app. 
The United Nations Human Rights Commission says its work in Ukraine has revealed a horror story of violations perpetrated against civilians. The commission says such willful killings amount to war crimes. The mission says it also received more than 300 allegations of killings of civilians in the Kyiv, Chernihiv, Kharkiv and Sumy regions, all under the control of Russian armed forces in late February and early March. And on to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy. We can expect coastal mist in the morning and at night. Sunny periods and one or two showers tomorrow. Temperatures will range between 24 and 29 degrees. We can expect light to moderate south to southeasterly winds. In the outlook, there'll be a few showers and sunny periods in the following couple of days. It'll be hot in the middle and latter parts of next week. Right now it's 24 degrees Celsius. Humidity is 89%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Transport officials have declined to disclose how much money has been given to the MTR over losses due to the stoppage of high-speed rail services to the mainland since the start of 2020. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Teen asked Deputy Secretary for Transport Amy Wong, but she said the figure couldn't be made public as it's commercially sensitive. Mr Teen spoke to RTHK after the exchange. If government ordered a shutdown of MTR, government actually ordered a shutdown of a lot of businesses. So is government going to subsidize everyone uh, on a formula basis? Uh, obviously not, right? So many other big corporations in Hong Kong who are also listed companies suffer from COVID. They receive not a single cent from government. So why should government, due to COVID, reimburse uh, MTR uh, based on a specific arrangement which has nothing to do with COVID originally. The government has been urged to reopen pools as soon as possible, saying the prolonged closure may affect the training of future elite swimmers. The Recreation and Sports Professionals General Union said some swimming clubs have lost 40% of young members, and this may affect the development of future elite swimmers. It said some have left the city to train elsewhere. John Yu, a coach at an international school, said pools disinfected with chlorine are safe and there's no reason they can't open along with other sports facilities. We constantly have, as I said, about 500 kids in the Learn to Swim program and we have basically lost three years of that amount of the ability to build up the foundation. Um, with any sport, we work like a pyramid system. We need a very big base in order to find perhaps that single-digit percentage who will be becoming an elite. We are losing pretty much all the foundation. The police this month have arrested 41 people for trafficking or possessing cannabis worth almost $2 million. One of those arrested is a middle school student. The police seized six and a half kilograms of cannabis flowers, around four kilograms of cannabis herbs, as well as some cannabis oil and candies. Chief Inspector Ipsau Lan from the Narcotics Bureau explained how the suspects promoted their products to youngsters through social media, especially via the Telegram app. We think it's because the recent trend that in some overseas countries, entertainment cannabis become legitimate. That makes some people think that it is not harmful. And um, those people make use of this to promote cannabis is a harmless substance, which is not uh, true. 
Inflation has risen by 1.7% year-on-year in March, ticking up at a faster pace compared to the average 1.4% increase in the first two months of the year. Ben Che reports. Netting out the effects of all the government's one-off relief measures, the underlying inflation rate was also 1.7% in March, 0.1 percentage point higher than that in February. The government says inflation was mainly driven by the increase in basic food prices, especially for fresh vegetables. Prices of energy-related items and transport also recorded visible increases. It added inflation in many major economies may stay high in the near term amid heightened geopolitical risks and supply and transportation bottlenecks. Turning overseas now, a senior Russian military commander has said the offensive in Ukraine is aimed at taking full control of the south of the country and of the land route to Crimea, as well as the eastern Donbass region. It's unclear whether the comments by the deputy commander of Russia's central military district, Rustam Minakayev, were officially sanctioned. The Large Hadron Collider on the Swiss-French border is restarting after a three-year hiatus during which it received a major upgrade. The world's most powerful particle accelerator now has more sensitive instruments and enhanced software. So far, everything discovered at the LHC, including the Higgs boson particle, has fallen in line with our understanding of physics. Rodri Jones is from CERN we'll be able to actually get the same amount of data in the next three years as we did in those 10 years. And there is also the chance that uh, by both increasing the energy of the LHC and in seeing more of these collisions that there is something else out there to be discovered. Researchers at CERN say completely new particles may be discovered. These could explain many big unanswered questions such as the nature of dark matter and whether there's another force of nature at work. Sport now, and Ukraine's highest-ranked tennis player, Alina Zvitolina, says Russian and Belarusian players who speak out against the attack on her homeland should be allowed to compete at Wimbledon. On Wednesday, the All England Club banned players representing Russia and Belarus from competing at this year's tournament, a decision which the ATP and WTA described as unfair. The Russian player, Andrei Rublev, called it complete discrimination. Svitolina said players should be allowed to play if they condemn the military action. For now, this was not the, the idea um, to do. Now I want to say that we don't want to ban completely, but we just want them to, to speak up, to say their choice. If they are with the rest of the world or they are with Russian people and the Russian government. So this is, this is for me the main point. So, so if, if a Russian player or, or a Belarusian player came out and said, I condemn the war, I condemn the Russian war effort, do you think that Wimbledon should then make an exemption and allow them to play? Yes, I think this is the right thing. I think this is the right thing to do. Um, because uh, if, for example, they didn't choose, you know, they didn't vote for this government, then it's fair that, that, that they will be allowed to, to play and compete. That's the Ukrainian tennis player Alina Zvitolina. It's advantage Dallas and Memphis in the NBA playoffs. The Memphis Grizzlies came back from 26 points down to beat the Timberwolves in Minnesota in Game 3. Desmond Bain hit 26 points, including seven three-pointers, 
and that gave the Grizzlies a 104-95 win and a 2-1 lead in their first-round series. The Dallas Mavericks also have a 2-1 series lead over the Utah Jazz thanks to a 126-118 victory in Game 3. And the Golden State Warriors took a commanding 3-0 advantage over the Denver Nuggets with a 118-113 win. The Chicago Bulls, meanwhile, return home for Game 3 tomorrow morning Hong Kong time after splitting the first two with the reigning champions in Milwaukee. Our US sports commentator Ray Jovanovic says the Bucks have a history of being slow out of the gates. No question about it. The Bulls, uh, who have played great all season, they faded in the last two months, but they've really come up big in the uh, opening round of the playoffs. They nearly beat the Bucks and stole Game 1. The Bucks had to come back. And, and win that game, but the Bulls had just too much in the tank for the Bucks. and DeMar DeRozan, the former Toronto Raptor, had a just incredible game, too. I think he scored 41 points in leading the Bulls to that victory over Milwaukee. Keep in mind, the Milwaukee Bucks dropped three of their four uh, game ones in the uh, in their route to the NBA championship last season. They always struggle, seem to struggle early. So expect the Bucks to bounce back. But the fact that they're one game apiece and the Bulls now have home court advantage, that's really a struggle for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. And now it's time for a look at the weekend's Premier League action with the BBC's Maz Faruqi. In the battle for the title, it's the turn of the leaders Manchester City to play first this weekend. They host second from bottom Watford, who have it all to do to avoid a second relegation from the Premier League in just three years. Liverpool, just behind City, don't play until Sunday. They host Everton, who themselves are in a huge scrap at the bottom and are just a point above Burnley and the bottom three. Burnley, a week on since sacking Sean Dyche, host Wolves on Sunday in the fight for fourth spot. Fifth place Arsenal face sixth place Manchester United in the first match and one of the biggest of the weekend. Three days on since Arsenal beat Chelsea and two since Eric Ten Hag was confirmed as the next permanent manager at Old Trafford. Arsenal, of course, sit just outside the top four behind Tottenham on goal difference. So would move above them with a result with Spurs not playing until later on Saturday. They travel to Brentford. West Ham, who five points adrift of fourth, having played a game more than Tottenham, may find the target of European Champions League football next season beyond them now. They play Chelsea on Sunday. And Manchester United interim manager Ralph Rangnick believes Paul Pogba has played his final match for the club after suffering an injury just weeks before his contract runs out at Old Trafford. The World Cup winner, who's a free agent from July 1st, came off with a calf problem early in Tuesday's 4-0 loss at Liverpool. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. The government announces it's easing travel restrictions from May 1st. The High Court orders the police to reconsider whether a foreign domestic helper is a victim of trafficking and forced labour. The news from RTHK.
second hour this friday night a choice there by alan thanks ever so much hope you had a great weekend or have a great weekend i should say find young cannibals and tell me what like a song yourself you know the email address by now up next on three is a song for you from the chevrolet's song that's been covered extensively over the years and 